Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Tuesday the 14th, and you are tuned into Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm serving us Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Doing all right. It's not... Uh, you know, hurricaning outside. You didn't as the take rest your bike state. in, so well, I'm assuming that meant that you thought it was going to rain. I a thought lot. yes, and when I woke up this morning, it was raining a ton. It was howling out there, and then I was listening to the morning news. And they were talking about all these, you know, bad storms that are coming across the state. Uh, I was looking uh, where I look at my weather, which is weather underground. Take it as you will, but um, it's showing it. But we shouldn't have too bad of weather today. Hopefully, around here, so. Fingers crossed, but it does seem like the rest of the state's going to be getting a ton of rain and wind and heat and all kinds of craziness. You know, I I don't know if I'd mind the storms as much as like I've I've heard them talking about really high feels like temperatures and mm-hmm. humidity. So yeah, no we thanks. Don't get that. No thanks to that. No thanks to that. I'm looking here. Well, it says uh, 86 tomorrow, 88 on Thursday, 90 on Friday, but then 78 on Sunday, nice. 77 or Saturday and 77 on Sunday. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. But the next week it does look like it's going to get a little hot. So uh, be ready for that. Make sure you get your uh, filters checked or cleaned out as the folks from <laughs> Johnson been, and Johnson. You've been spending too much time with the AC guys. <laughs> you're, it's you're the first like, thing I think of. You think you're an expert now, <laughs> at least in I, filters. <laughs> Hey, well, as far as I've been able to gather from, and I've talked to them a ton now, mm-hmm. um, which by the way, if, uh, if you want, you can tune into Ask the Expert with Johnson Johnson Heating and Air every first and third uh, Thursday of the month here on WPM and WCST. But it seems like every the common denominator is clean your filter. Mm-hmm. So, do you think you could be a quasi like technician no. now that you've spent some time with them? Um, absolutely not. No, because I would just say, well, did you clean your filter. <laughs> And they'll be like, yep, it's still not working. And I'm like, oh, well. Uh. Like the IT guy, did you unplug <laughs> yeah, it and plug it back in? <laughs> that is the most frustrating thing sometimes when uh, you're trying to figure something out like that. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, did you unplug it? It's like, yes, it's what everyone does. But you know what's more frustrating is if that actually was the oh, thing that worked. Uh, <laughs> and you've yeah. poo-pooed it. <laughs> but no, uh, you do not want me coming to service your uh, HVAC unit. You would uh, much rather... Deal with Johnson Johnson Heating and Air. And you can tune in to Ask the Expert every first and third Thursday here uh, on WPM and WCST. And submit questions if you've yes. got questions about yours. Yeah, uh, either to us on our Facebook page or they uh, put a big post up on theirs as well. And there's always dogs to look at mm-hmm. and man, all kinds of stuff uh, going on. That's for sure. And there has been a lot of stuff uh, happening here in Panhandle. And I wanted to bring up to uh, Marsha before we get into the serious stuff, uh, the kids camp which is coming up out in uh, Morgan County, mm-hmm. coming up pretty soon. That seems like it's always such a cool community event. Yeah, the community in Morgan County rallies around anyway. And this year, of course, no exception. And I follow, of course, the sheriff's page. <clears throat> and one of the things he does 
is he, you know, gives shout outs to anyone who drops by with snacks or drinks or, you know, mm-hmm. monetary donations for the camp. He was a little, you could tell he was a little disappointed that they couldn't fit more kids in. They've got right. 60 slots. They're all filled. They've got 10 kids on a waiting list. And you could tell the sheriff would really love to accommodate more, but it's a one day camp. And they, they've just got a lot of stuff going on. Yep, that's coming up Wednesday, July 27th. So you still uh, got a little bit of time to find out some more details or get in touch with anybody. It's happening at Capen State Park with a rain date of July 28th. I think he said they haven't ever had to use the right. rain date yet, but right. uh, it's there if needed. And um, they're still accepting donations. You know, like Marcia said, you can donate snacks and drinks, and you'll probably make it on their Facebook page if you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, school supplies, cash, all kinds of stuff. And you can drop that by the uh, Morgan County Sheriff's Office at 226 Gale drive well, in that, berkeley Springs. that's right they said they um they take the each little kid gets a, a backpack yep. and stuff to get How ready for school that? it really is cool that's super neat and especially in a you know small community like morgan county mm-hmm. you know, tight-knit community coming together doing things like that but uh in more i guess um serious news it seems like they uh, are starting to get down to the bottom of the shooting that was up in uh, Maryland last week. So there was um, a hearing, a proceeding, a proceeding in um, Hagerstown, Washington County District Court yesterday. The Herald Mail uh, reported uh, that the judge there said that 23-year-old Joe Esquivel is as dangerous an individual as there is. Like what a what a quote, what a quote, <clears throat> um, and denied him bond. Uh, he's been held without bond at the detention center since being released from Meredith Medical Center. He had been wounded in a shootout with police after fleeing Columbia Machine. Um, that article, the Herald Mail, was obviously in the courtroom yesterday. Mm-hmm. So they they have a lot more details about some of the folks who were on the scene. Um, and that report reveals Esquivel made a statement to investigators that he shot at police to get them to kill him. So wow. what, what do they call that? Suicide by cop? I guess, yeah. Like so, he attempted that, um, and hmm. then and then details about you know how how the aftermath played out at at Columbia Machine. You know, yeah. people you know trying to get help and and all of that. So <laughs> uh, he is being held without bond. And uh, later on in the article, it mentioned that um, that Berkeley County Sheriff's uh, Berkeley County Sheriff Nathan Harmon uh, and his uh, crew investigated at. Esquivel's residence in Hedgesville and uh, and found uh, several firearms. Hmm. Yeah, quote, a lot of firearms were found uh, in the home, which is definitely, definitely scary. And it's, it's uh, weird to be, you know, seeing this stuff. And it's, I mean, obviously, it's still very fresh and, you know, everybody's brains that it happened just, you know, a few days ago. But it's easy with the ones that happen in different states or different countries or something to kind of disassociate with it, right? Because you don't know the mm-hmm. people involved and they happen so often that, you know, the news cycle kind of keeps its keeps its wheels turning. But uh, I mean, I'm seeing people posting about like I uh, I indirectly knew like one of the people that was like really shot in it. That's yeah, awful. I went to school with, you know, oh, the yeah, sister okay. of the guy or what have you. And it's just crazy to see this happening, you know, here or something so, like that happening. You know, we're always looking for, you know, what, what was the motive? What was behind this? And I know there were a lot of rumors out there. One of the things that uh, transpired from according to the, the report in the Herald Mail was that um, they were saying it was a pretty standard issue day that the the suspect had um, messed something up in a you know something that he was manufacturing, but that another coworker said, "Oh, it's no big deal," you know, like so there was no raging conflict about yeah. this mistake that had been made or anything like that. So 
I, it sounds as though, and I'm sure all of this will be sussed out as the mm-hmm. proceedings, you know, get really underway when the trial uh, takes place. But it it sounds like the things that you would expect that would have gone into this really didn't didn't yeah. Um, and and I think that speaks to you know we've had Sheriff Harmon on and Sheriff Bohr on and they've talked about you know a lot of the times the shooting has to do with some sort of issue with mental health. Someone maybe needed some help and didn't get it. And, you know, I can't conjecture at this point, but um, obviously no one seemed to see that coming. Yeah, it's uh, just scary. Scary to think how things can just, you know, turn on a dime like that at some point. Over things that you might not even think would cause escalation. Right. I mean, I think if, if you'd heard someone actively arguing it, it might get your right, attention, get your attention red but you're not flags thinking or whatever. That, yeah. But I don't know that there was even any arguing. Yeah. You know, so the the, the gentleman worked a whole shift. Yeah. He worked a shift, went to his car, allegedly retrieved mm-hmm. the, the weapons, came back. So was there any preamble? Did he get into any kind of argument with the decedents that, you know, really can't testify to that anymore? Right. So, you know, all of this hopefully will is under investigation. We'll find out more. Man, the weeks as progress. dangerous an individual as there is, is a pretty impactful quote there yeah. about a 23-year-old. Right. Oof. 23. 23. Unbelievable. But uh, So, and of course, uh, safety in, in the wake of a lot of these shootings is, is top of mind, especially in the school uh, settings. Um, they're talking about that at interims in Charleston. Of course, we had Nate Harmon on, and he mentioned that he has been working with um, with the stakeholders to help understand. Um, yeah, about uh, doing school counselors and kind of revising some oh, of those yeah. things. Right, and we yes, we talked to the sheriff. We talked to um, to counselors in the wake of that. So, um, yeah. Absolutely, but uh, that is at top of mind down in Charleston right now, and I know that uh, Metro News has been, well, at least the morning news was talking about mm-hmm. it a lot, and I'm sure they have some stuff there, so uh, make sure you stay up to date over at panhandlenewsnetwork.com and or uh, wvmetronews.com, because uh, there'll be all kinds of stuff dealing with that. But we do have to get to our first break. We'll be back to talk uh, talk about more stuff here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving us Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. And uh, real quick, I know there's a couple of birthdays today. Today seems to be a pretty big birthday day. I know Susan's son, uh, oh, Zeke, yeah. Ezekiel, his birthday's yeah. today. Um, I saw where... Our close personal friend, Miss West Virginia, it is uh, her 21st birthday today. Happy birthday, Jalen. That's, That's so cool. seen that all over social media today. I forget that she's oh. she's young. I know. You know? All of them. She's so well, she's so accomplished. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday to yeah. uh, Miss West Virginia and to Zeke. Uh, Miss West Virginia pageant coming up, by the way. You gonna? I gotta put it on my calendar. I don't even think I have it on the calendar. I, I think I've. I've blocked out a couple of days, but we need to get some of the some more of the oh, yeah. contestants in. So very um, cool. Yeah, it is. Um, so other things making the news. There's a story that's circulating with uh, on Metro News this morning 
about the legislative interim committees, uh, and they had hearings in which they heard from some folks who had been incarcerated in the regional jail system. So, um, you know, it's it's not uncommon for people who are incarcerated to complain about conditions. Mm-hmm. It is jail, mm-hmm. but um, it is it is also very common. Um, these days for us to understand that the regional jails in particular are are understaffed in this region in particular, because it's hard to compete with the outlying counties and states. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're, they're constantly working under capacity as far as their, the level of help they have. So, um, Monday, uh, during this testimony, one of the ladies that testified was from Morgan County, her name, uh, Ashley Omps. And uh, she said that when she, um, after she found her companion dead of suicide, she, you know, things changed for her. Mm -hmm. She turned to drugs. She lost her child. She lost her property. Um, And uh, she, this is how she ended up in jail. And then she went on to tell them about what, you know, what she was facing there in jail. And I think that's the the first three or four um, sound cuts we got. I found myself incarcerated three days later for drugs. His family took my daughter from me. I was lost, traumatized, and alone. When the jail intake nurse asked me if I was suicidal, I told her if I was, I would not be sitting there. So I was put on a 72-hour observation and locked in a little glass room. She went on to talk about um, how the conditions were in the jail. My mental state was reduced to a basic survival level, basic survival mode at an animal level and I was offered no help. Because of my inability to post bail, I was in jail for three months on my first offense. I lost my daughter, my home, my career, and my 21-acre farm that I had successfully managed for 12 years. In that time, I've been placed in a holding cell for 12 days with no shower or hygiene products. I went three days with no toilet paper because they said they ran out. Because of staff shortage, we were locked down for days at a time, one time a week with no shower, some of us locked in with no water in our sink because it went without maintenance. So again, that's Ashley Omps of Morgan County talking about her time in the regional jail system. And she said um, a, a lot of the time it was, you know, that they were so understaffed that they really weren't taking, you know, um, particular care of some of the complaints that the inmates had. Uh, she said things turned around when she got help from uh, Day Report. It was not until the day report center that I was assigned to a therapist and given the ability to see my strength through my weaknesses. It helped me tremendously to be told that I was not a victim, but that I'm a survivor. I was able to turn my pain into my purpose, and I've gotten to experience a great deal of healing with my treatment of my mental health, and that's why I'm willing to do the uncomfortable work of sharing my experience here today. Now, was this at Eastern Regional she's talking about? Uh, one, can, one can assume, I don't know if the story actually says that she was at ERJ, Mm-mm. but you would assume unless she had been arrested somewhere, somewhere else, else in the state or they'd moved her because of overcrowding at the ERJ mm-hmm. uh, that it likely was there. And and the fact that she mentions the day report center, yeah. those aren't everywhere. And, and we this do is, have a day report center here. And this has been kind of uh, not necessarily an ongoing story, but this has come up before mm-hmm. about conditions. We get letters. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do definitely get letters. Yeah. Oh, and I just got a text too, uh, kind of changing topics um, from my mom saying, "You're giving birthday shoutouts, but not anniversary shoutouts." It's my mom and dad's 36th, I think, wedding anniversary. Congratulations! Yeah. So to get that, get that out of the way, so I don't get another. What a rare uh, text. occurrence these days that someone gets, you know, decades and decades of happy marriage. Right. But 
way to go. Yeah. Well, the worst part about it is that. Uh, about, wait, the worst part? Yeah, because now I got to make it about me, Marsha, of okay. course. Um, now, it's the time of year, once every year, where my dad will put up the picture of my parents on their wedding day, and then I'll mm. get a million tags on underneath the photo saying, oh, that looks like Jordan. That looks like Jordan. Jordan, did you get married? Uh, yeah, because like, you do uh, like your dad. Uh, 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 every year, but no. Uh, yes, very happy anniversary to them. That is for, for sure. them. Yeah, yeah. I guess they're long haulers. Certainly seems like it. They're at the beach right now, so I can't wait to start getting... Uh, beach pictures. Yep, already got one yesterday. You have a little FOMO? Little, oh, yeah. A little left out? But I'm weird when it comes to the beach, because... I love the beach, love everything about the beach, love everything that comes with the beach, except for the animals in the water and uh, <laughs> the sand, right? Which are the two Wait. main things about the beach. I get it. I've heard it before. So uh, How I've, could they sanitize the beach for you? Uh, well, the best thing, adequately. docks or decks, oh, either one. Okay. If I can get, uh, you know, like a beachfront deck where I can still get all the all everything you want from sitting on the beach except for the sand i'm there i'm into it but my family will just go sit in the sand for hours and mm -hmm. hours and hours I'm like how can you do that right how can you do sorry. it? sorry <sighs> some people like the sand in their toes well not it's you. not it's not the uh nice white sandy beaches that you're used to down in florida oh. i've never been to a northern beach is that where the white sands are in Florida, there there or are some. You're saying northern, as in like up here, northern. Well, I mean, you go you go into the Caribbean, you get the pink sand mm -hmm. and all that. But I've never you you seem to have a specific memory of some of the northern beaches. Oh I've yeah, never... especially uh, even further up north, like New England. It's just all rocks. Oh yeah, see, it's the yeah, worst. That not, is the worst. It's not the same. Just all rocks. Uh, but happy anniversary. Yes, yes, absolutely, parents. absolutely. And and it's great that they're carving out some time to listen, even while they're at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> let's see she said thanks for the shout out you guys crack me up there you go there you go so i hope they're having a good uh, having a good time but uh back to pertinent martinsburg news city hall has officially moved they are out of downtown for now of course with city hall being uh renovated and remodeled and they are now at 206 and 208 viking way which is right next to the chamber of commerce so it seems like i mean i know that this is a temporary thing but uh everything now is Kind of nice and compact and together, it seems. And parking, I think people will get a little spoiled because they don't oh, have to yeah. feed any meters. And you got Burger King right across the street. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's where my mind immediately goes well, to. Well, I mean, I would, if I was doing business in the city, I think I'd come up through Foxcroft mm -hmm. and get my coffee. You know, oh, you go Daily yeah. Grind, you go Dunkin', mm -hmm. you know, and then I'd, then I'd, you know, do my, my city business and then, yeah, be on my way. Look at that. So, hey. Good. I am excited to see what the new city hall is going to look like. The, Two they years. have the mock-up. Two years. That seems pretty quick, too, doesn't it? Wouldn't you think for a, okay. a downtown, like in downtown property? Well, I think the fact that they've emptied it out oh, means yeah, they've got room to right. to do kind whatever they can. Because you can you can tear things down and you can paint the entire rooms or, and yeah. you know levels. You because you don't have to worry about people breathing in the fumes because right. they're not doing their work. And another thing I saw on uh, City Hall's Facebook page the other day, um, and I've been curious about this. Of course, I am uh, not originally from here. I can't say I'm a newcomer anymore. That I'm a year in, but uh, I go past the old quarry, Lake Thomas, mm -hmm. or I think is what it's called, right? Um, I, yeah, coming up I, here to I, work. That's new to me. I don't know. Yeah, and um, 
I've always been curious about it, of course. I mean, a big lake and a big rock hole in the middle of town is going to mm-hmm. always draw your attention. Um, and then I saw on uh, City Hall's page that they had a big uh, kind of meeting overseeing type of thing and a partnership with uh, Berkeley County Parks and Rec to uh, conduct a visit of Tom- Lake Thomas to look at the possibilities of passive recreational opportunities and a trail system connecting Martinsburg's urban parks into a linear park system. So I'm assuming that also ties in with that uh, Frog Hollow Spur Route 9 bike path and then uh, the Tuscarora Creek path that they're thinking about doing too. But um, it looks like they're in a completely different part of the state. Some it of these does. Pictures, doesn't it? it? That could be Sleepy Creek. Yeah. Who knew that that was in the middle of town? Pretty cool. I don't cool. know what the backstory is of it either. I wonder what, uh, I'll have to ask Susan. Susan will probably know Susan is why that's even there. I'm sure that that was for some brick well, making we've got or a, something. We've got a big cement factory here. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm and sure so they, true. you know, they're able to get their own rock. Yeah. There's so much limestone here. <laughs> that's and true. So that's, but, but my question is who owns it right now? Because if the city is thinking about integrating it into Parks and Rec, how do they get, you know, rights to that? Mm-hmm. And people were saying, apparently there's good fishing in that thing. I'm not saying to go into Lake Thomas. I'm going to say this no. right now because it is fenced off. Apparently it's dangerous, all those things. But that being said, in the comments under the post, a lot of people are talking about big fish that are in that thing. People you know are saying else? they'd pay to uh, you know fish in it. How do lake fish, early, how, the West wait. Virginia record for smallmouth bass was in there. How do fish get into a quarry lake? I have no idea. Did someone just come by and just... Like Johnny Appleseed, they just Johnny trouted it. Yeah, people were trying to figure out how to get in, get into it from uh, and these uh, because they don't, food. you know, the fish don't get there by osmosis. So <sighs> someone is like, "Hey, I got an idea. Let just, me take these trout. Just chuck it over the fence, right? And see if it makes it into the water. You know, I'd what be interested I'd, to see what the recreate, like what they would do. I guess maybe little boats or maybe or you know pedal boats. Yeah, pedal boats. Sure. Yeah, that would be cool. But I would, I would feel better if they dredge it. Yes. Make because sure. Yeah. I'd be afraid there'd be dead things down there. Like oh dead. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That took a turn. I was, anyway. we're talking about paddle boats. The next thing you know, we got a crime scene investigation. Well, get, no, get, get, you know, get it all cleared out. So that's true. So the kids aren't pedal boating over evidence. You could do ice skating on that in the wintertime. Yes, you could. Man, so cool. So cool. So many possibilities uh, and opportunities in and around Martinsburg. But uh, we do have to get to our bottom of the other break. Uh, stick around. We're having Parker Stone to come in, talk about a little uh, panhandle seven football seven? seven on seven <laughs> that's coming up uh, on Friday. That should be a nice little taster intro back into uh, panhandle football, that is for sure. So stick around for that and more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. From Pawpaw to Harper's Ferry, from Martinsburg to Winchester, it's Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm, suing us Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. Jordan Warner, alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And before we bring Parker in, uh, Marsha, you have a little bit of news to break. Right. As you know, we've been talking about this. Obviously, this coming weekend is huge. It's Father's Day. It's also West Virginia Day. And Juneteenth. Mm -hmm. So to that end, a lot of municipalities and government offices will be closed both Friday and Monday. Yeah. So uh, Friday in observance of Juneteenth and then Monday in observance of West Virginia Day. Yep. So So just uh, be aware of that. Yeah. Get your um, 
business handled. Get your business done. Yeah. Because everything's going to be closed. But uh, yeah, anyways, joining us in studio, Parker Stone. What's going on, ma'am? What's going on? Another wonderful morning here, right? Absolutely. Another beautiful day in the panhandle, that's for sure. How you been? Been doing, been doing good. Went, uh, went home last weekend, got to the family and everything like that. Nice. Celebrated mom's birthday over the weekend. It's actually today. So well, happy I told birthday. you there's a ton of birthdays today. Yeah. All, the, all the good people, right? Born what are you trying yours. to say? Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh definitely my gosh, born in June. You, forgot that, <laughs> you forgot when your birthday is. Well, no, I thought you were going to say today, all, only people born today. I was like, wait. I was trying to give you a compliment. Now? You just can't. I jumped anyway, the gun. Happy birthday to Parker's mom. Yes. To, to Mama Stone. Mama She's, Stone. Oh. Mama Parker Stone. <laughs> like Ma- Mama Parker Stone. Absolutely. But um, speaking of, uh, well, a new year, which by the way, I'm looking at Martinsburg uh, High's football Facebook page, and I got to bring this up because I've seen it twice now. The Food by Fire, which I think is out on Edwin Miller uh, restaurant out there, like barbecue place. <gasps> wow. They have a picture of a triple patty burger, Why smash burger that's up here. And, wow. Oh my God, does that look so good. <laughs> That's incredible. I had to, <laughs> I had to bring it up. That looks unbelievably good. But uh, football season is always kind of towards the front of everybody's mind. And um, the summertime, now that we're, I think, are we officially into summer yet? I think we have a few days still. A few days till I think it's, it's officially. Like 21st, 22nd. It's meteorologically summer. Yeah. But uh, summertime means football really starts to kick into gear, getting back in uh, to the swing of the season. And uh, coming up on Friday is a uh, first little taste of panhandle football action with a seven on seven going on at uh, Martinsburg High. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a big week. It's going to be Martinsburg and Berkeley Springs High School. It's going to be, they're calling it a seven-on-seven big man challenge. So I'm interested to see what all that's going to be partaking in there. And the Berkeley Springs High School's mini camp actually started yesterday. So they're running mini camp all this week going from 8 to 11, Monday through Thursday. And then they're going to head up to Martinsburg and they're going to do the big man challenge. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to be going on. Absolutely. And don't forget that uh, we carry all Berkeley Springs High School football games over on our sister station, 92.9 WXDC, where you can hear Parker Stone giving you the play-by-play. Um, what have you been uh, seeing about Berkeley Springs football? I know that a couple big names have graduated, like Evan Thompson, where he going to Fairmont State, I believe, to yeah. Uh, wrestle. Yeah, wrestling um, Fairmont. Yeah, losing some, losing some guys. So uh, what are you thinking? I know uh, having um, a couple of skill guys coming back is a help. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely a time here Ross for a full season is going to be a help because I know he wasn't there for all of the season last year. He had some stuff going on, but hopefully this year we get a full season of time here in his last year in an Indian's uniform, and he goes and balls out because I've I have praised Tymir time and time again. Oh, yeah. One of the genuine best athletes I've ever seen in person. So I'm excited to see what he's going to do this year, playing receiver and, I believe, DB for the Indians this coming season. So mm-hmm. it's going to be exciting to see what he's got. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Time it happened for the whole season. It's going to be uh, pretty It's gonna be pretty fun to watch because he just changed games, I mean, immediately uh, when he was coming in at any point in time. Um you know, whether it was football, the second point of the season, or basketball, really, the whole year. He just kind of, he changed the game, any game immediately. Yeah, just special type. You know when you see a special type of athlete on a basketball court or on a football field, on a baseball field, Tiber's one of those athletes. You see him, and you're like, this this kid's going to go to the level and what he does. And I got a good feeling that he probably will, as long as everything goes the way it should, mm-hmm. grades stay good. A lot of factors go into that next level of prep play to the college level as long as he has all that together i think tymir ross 
definitely a D2 athlete, probably even a D1 athlete, if oh, I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. And so. he's still growing, and he's still uh, filling out a little bit. But there's a bunch of seven-on-sevens coming up. Uh, of course, the Martinsburg uh, big man seven-on-sevens on Friday at Martinsburg, Coburn Field. Uh, then uh, next Wednesday is the big, and I've I heard of this one before, but the big uh, WVU seven-on-seven for like the state. Uh, it's varsity teams only. Um, really mainly just like seniors and juniors only, but uh, send them out to Morgantown. They do this big tournament, and uh, all the big teams are always there. It's always a big one. So um, it's just funny to uh, see the, I don't know, I guess the change in West Virginia high school football. It's always been different over on this part of the stakes. It's always been a lot more skill-based you know, players out here, but yeah. then it always seems like you get into the center, central, uh, south-central part of the state is you know run, 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 and now it's all pass, pass, pass. Pass pass everywhere. So it's funny to be seeing some of these, you know, teams like you know, the Fairmont schools or you know the Southern like Bluefield and stuff out here going to these big seven on seven passing tournaments, and not uh, you know you're used to just seeing them run the whole time. Yeah, and I feel like that's just an evolution of the game itself over the years. It used to be a run focused game, and now we're seeing more teams get riskier. And I think that comes from the motivation of the college game and the pro game as well. Mm-hmm. It's what funneled into the high school leagues. You're seeing more teams going for it on fourth down around midfield. You're seeing more teams go for two in a situation. It's just pushing the boundaries, more passing, more high-risk plays. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think it provides more exciting play for fans as well. You get high-intense moments, and you get things like that to mm-hmm. really bring it out. And, yeah, it's it's going to be an exciting football season all the way around, I think, in the high school ranks of West Virginia. What do you think about uh, the change in high school football strategy, Marsha? I think I was doing show prep and, and um, fixating on the fact that it, today is Flag Day. Oh, today is Flag <laughs> today Day. Today is Flag Day, yes. You are right. Today is Flag Day. Uh, quick little aside from Flag Day that I feel like people should know. Uh, U.S. men's national team will be playing in the World Cup this year. Wow. They didn't. The last World Cup was brutal, awful, hated it. But uh, yeah, they're back. So red, white, and blue, USA. Like that was actually a segue. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. But today is Flag Day, and I think you're, well, Parker... <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you meant to do it on purpose, but he's wearing, wearing red, white, and blue. You're all red, white, and blued out. I love it. There you go. I have a uh, red shirt on underneath this we'll black you. sweatshirt. There you okay. go. And black jeans. And your knees are black white. Shoes. <laughs> yeah. Knees are white poking through your... <laughs> see, my, see my shorts tan line. See, see you got you got a white hat on, and then your uh, your headphones got a little bit of blue and red in there as well. So there, there we you go. go. Appreciate you're, it. You're, you're set up. We you're got there. Got you. We got there. That's for sure. But uh, any other big sports uh, news? I saw Celtics lost last night. Yeah, they uh, they were down. Game, I think, uh, what, game, five, game five, right? Yeah, game five. And that's usually a bad sign if you lose game five in series. Is those? I think it's like 80% of the time teams that win game five end up winning the series or something mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, it was tough to watch the Celtics lose that one, being a Boston fan myself. And... Yeah, they, I think they were down at like almost 20 at one point in the first quarter. They, they came back and were up against Golden State in the third. Then I think it was Jordan Poole. He banked in a three at the buzzer at the end of the third. Um, right. Put them back up one. And then about midway through the fourth quarter, I think things started falling apart for Boston. I think mm-hmm. they had, I think, 20 turnovers. Doesn't help when Andrew end. Wiggins goes off for like 30. I, I, I tweeted it last night. I said, who brought high school Andrew Wiggins back from the dead? Because <laughs> I it's... It's kind of it was kind of crazy seeing him play in that well. I think he finished with twenty six and thirteen, yep. something like that. So it was it was insane. It's been a fun uh, NBA postseason. Yes, that's for I sure. Agree. So do you watch every game? Like in NBA, no, there's no way you can watch. There's every so season. many. There's so NBA many. Games. I mean, that's the same thing with baseball too. There's yeah. just so many games you can't keep track with all of them. 
every once in a while. Well, probably once a night. If I'm like not watching yeah. the Nats or like watching a game, I'll just ask Alexa, like, hey, who won what? And then she tells me. I'm like, okay. Next time right. I store that in the bank. Okay. Kind of thing. Like, all right, good to go. Yeah. A little bit of a shortcut. Yeah, of course. So I can't be, watch all of it. This will be part of your show prep whenever the yeah, sports games? show there you know go. rolls out. That's right. Yeah, make sure you stick around for uh, uh, more updated information as becomes available on Panhandle Sports Live. So uh, you've probably heard some promos about that uh, off and on here on WPM and WCST, but there'll be more information to come on that. But yeah, pretty cool stuff. All kinds. See, that's the nice thing about covered sports is just being able to watch mm-hmm. sports. Well, and and if yes. anyone gives you grief about like you're you're watching a random sports event, mm-hmm. like this is. It's for work. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Don't forget, my uh, cycling fans out there, Tour de Suisse is on right now, stage two, and Tour de France right around the corner. Woo. The big one. You can hear the excitement in everybody's voice in the studio. <laughs> I'm just mine. wondering. I, I, know, I know the Tour de France is a big one. That's all I know. But at, See, at that's some, all we need to know. At there some you know. point, you're going you're gonna to take a fabulous two-week European trip oh. out and you're going to catch some of these big races that you're only seeing on the small screen. I and know. that'll be really exciting for you. We'll be very exciting, very exciting. But all kinds of sports. We've got football coming back around. We got, uh, well, really, just football coming back around. Is what everybody's waiting <laughs> That's on. That's it. Yeah. So everybody's waiting on is football here across the state of West Virginia. Of course, don't forget ninety-two point nine WXDC. Your home for Berkeley Springs Indians high school football and basketball. Ninety-five uh, nine The Big Dog is your home for Shepherd University football, and of course WPM WCST. Your home for Shepherd University uh, men's and women's basketball. So uh, we got you covered on all kinds of panhandle sports all over the place. But Parker, thank you for joining us this morning. I think we got you out of uh, halfway out of a meeting today, so that always helps. There you go. Anytime you can get out of a meeting it's a great time especially, especially <laughs> when it's coming to talking to you two because there you go well, awesome well parker thanks again for joining us and stick around for more panhandle live here on wpm and wcst the panhandle news network it's panhandle live part of the panhandle story for 75 years with hosts jordan nice and marcia kavalik Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm serving us Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewinner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. Uh, and if you missed it, we just had Parker Stone in talking about a uh, little high school football as that is uh, right around the corner, Marsha. Football is always right around the corner. And speaking mm-hmm. of right around the corner, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier um, on this morning, but I wanted to uh, bring it up again real quick about the Juneteenth celebration going on downtown we spoke with matt umstead uh, uh what was it two days ago uh, i think it, yeah it was earlier this week yeah and uh, helen harris um they came in to talk about well the juneteenth celebration a little bit of history behind it i want to play a little clip uh from that conversation the other day the whole weekend with father's day and west virginia day and juneteenth is coming up and to talk about that we have 250th committee chairman matt umstead and his special guest, Helen Harris. Welcome in. We're really excited about the upcoming uh, week uh, for in commemoration of Juneteenth, West Virginia Day weekend. And, and one of the key people involved in that is Helen Harris. Uh, Tell us a little bit what Juneteenth is for people that might not be familiar. Right. You, you know, it's, it's Juneteenth is, so imagine that you have the Emancipation Proclamation mm-hmm. on January 1, 1863 to end slavery. And the people are just so happy. Finally, they're going to be free. 
Now imagine you're free, but then in some other areas, you don't know you're free. Mm -hmm. So it's like being in jail and you've been, uh, your, your time is up, but nobody tells you you're still there for two more years. You know, these people are still slaves Mm -hmm. two years after the emancipation proclamation. And Berkeley County was one of those areas. It's actually listed in the emancipation proclamation as an exception and so because it was controlled by the union at the time and the union areas were not declared as being emancipated. Anybody in prisons, which was usually the population was mostly black, were still being used as slaves. The slaves in the Confederate states need to be free. They are to be free. But it doesn't say anything about the union states. These laws sent more black people to prison than ever before. Because if they were incarcerated, they were under that. They were used as as slaves. The 13th Amendment is actually what cleaned it up and said at least it it didn't clean up everything, but it cleaned up the, the whole universal no slavery is allowed in the United States. Mm-hmm. And that did, yeah, not no get, loopholes. that did not get mm-hmm. passed until 1865, I believe, by Congress. And then it was. So rat- that's that two and, years. And then it was ratified by the states after that, obviously. Now, Juneteenth, right? So fast forward a little bit. Juneteenth comes around. What is the significance behind the day itself? Technically, for blacks, that's when we truly were free. As part of Juneteenth, Helen, um, there are going to be some looks back as far as African-American history, right? The South Side, you know, the mm-hmm. old Martinsburg Plaza is where all this is going is to happen. That? It's going to be on June 19th. It's going to be okay. on Father's Day from 1 to 5. Uh, there will be entertainment. Uh, just a brief history, you know, that I will give on June 19th. Mm-hmm. Then there's going to be Bessie Smith. Right. Who's also she, going she's to be there. one of uh, one of three History Alive performers in partnership with the collaboration with the West Virginia Humanities Council. Bessie Smith is participating. She's a, a first person portrayal. Uh, basically, she's a, I guess she was like a female blues singer of the 1920s and 30s. Yes. Also, tours of the historic Sumner Raymer yes. uh, Memorial School, which is, of course, very dear to your heart. And it Leonard's. is. And it will take place between three and five on that day. And Leonard and I will be there to give tours and you know, just give some people an idea of what it was like being um, a student. All the activities for the Berkeley uh, commemoration, including West Virginia Day, Juneteenth, uh, all the different activities, and there are multiple activities, are on the Berkeley County Commemoration website, berkeleywv250.com. And if you want to hear that full conversation with Matt Umstead and Helen Harris, you can listen back to it on our Paint Handle Live Facebook and Spotify page a little bit later on. Well, uh, well, at any time you want, because it happened mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. You can listen to this one a little bit later on today, but you can listen to that one wherever you want. Saturday is also Ye Old Berkeley Fest. And so our friends at the Morgan Cabin Historical Association are going to have an open house and they'll have docents there and folks dressed in period costumes and you can ask questions and uh, that's pretty cool too. Now it's time for Gas Gauge since everybody should be out and about or at least uh, on their way out and about to uh, work today. Uh, Looks like it's still rudders at 5021 Taylor Station Road is the best in town in Martinsburg with 459 gas uh, as it stands right now. The sheets at uh, on King Street is at 469 and the BP on King Street right next to the sheets mm, on King rocks. Street or, yeah, is at uh, 469. So uh, 459 at 520 Taylor Station Road. The rudders there uh, is your cheapest in Martinsburg. If you're looking down uh, south, uh, <clears throat> looking down south. 
towards Winchester Way. Costco still the cheapest, four forty nine. Murphy USA, never heard of that chain of gas stations before, but it's at twenty three oh two South Pleasant Valley Road in Winchester. Is at four fifty three. You ever heard? Have you ever been to a Murphy USA? I don't know if I've been to one, but I I know about them. So you know, they got everything you need. Never heard of it. No, I don't even think I've seen one. Huh. But yeah, that's, well, you're just uh, looking at the and icons. It's cash, and it's cash. You know what it doesn't say? It doesn't say we've got Rudder's chocolate milk. Yeah, there so. you go. There you go. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's your gas gauge for today. 459 at uh, the Rudders and Taylor Station Road here in Martinsburg if you're looking for some gas. And Marsha, if you want to get some bargains, you're running out of time to get those bargains. Yeah, that's right. So uh, WV Bargains is still up, and it's a matter of maybe five hours and some change yeah. left yep. that folks have to bid on these. And and some of them are pretty substantial items, and you're bidding at a fraction of the cost. So absolutely, um, categories from home improvement to uh, vacations. There is a boat, you know, mm-hmm. all kinds of cool stuff. And they're uh, all you know either from the state of West Virginia or even closer <laughs> locally here in the Panhandle. Locally, like a weed eater package and still leaf blower from Arden Equipment. Uh, gift certificates good for classes at James Rumsey Technical Institute and thousands of dollars in gift certificates to Mountaineer Kitchens. Wow, that'll work. So Be down with that. Yeah. Uh, there's also a pretty cool um, gift certificate to James Rumsey. As yeah, well. that's right. So, oh, did you say that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My bad. And, and I promise about, I listened to when but you what talk. A, but what about the James Rumsey certificate? Have we talked about that even? Because that could be life-changing. It could be. It really could be. Now I feel bad. I feel like now you think that I never listened to you. I'm I'm always, I always listen to, to you. I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, anyways, if you missed any of today's Panhandle Live, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page. But for Marge Kavalik, I'm Jordan Warner. This has been Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Have a good one. We will talk to you tomorrow. When I think back on all the crap I learned in high school It's a wonder I can think at all And my life WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.